Hi, my name is Charlie, and I still play with cars. In this episode of the Still Plays with Cars podcast, electric cars and why I think they might be good for you and me and all automotive enthusiasts. Now, I like the sound of an internal combustion engine as much as anybody, but I think that that time is coming to an end, unfortunately. Or fortunately, depending on which side of the coin you're looking at. So, let's get into the episode. So the reason why I think electric cars are good, uh, one being performance. Um, Like, we're seeing crazy 0-60 to numbers, uh, insane top speeds, and just a usable platform basically for all kinds of things and I think that's where the electric car is going to be so good for people like us. I think we're going to see a bit of a resurgence in um, like coach building. There's so much opportunity to change what a vehicle looks like now uh, because of the way EVs are. I mean, most EVs are a skateboard platform, meaning that the battery and all the drive units are all connected in a flat platform, which means that you can put any sort of shape on top of them, which I think is going to be really cool. I mean, think about it. You have all this space to do whatever you want with. You could have any sort of body shape or no body at all, really. Um, You could have sweeping fenders from, like, cars from the 20s and 30s. Or you could have something totally fantastic. Something that's never been seen before. Which I think is really cool. It could be something that uh, really changes the automotive industry. If you think about it, most cars from, let's say, about 1985 and up have all looked relatively similar. Everything is wind tunnel tested or made for the Nürburgring or whatever, right? But with the opportunities that an EV platform gives us. We can make anything we want. Um, Take a, let's say, a Tesla, and remove the body, and you've got a battery and two subframes with motors in them, and build something unique something that people haven't seen and that you're not going to see coming down the road at you. And I think that's a big part of why we're into cars. At least that's why I'm into cars. I like things that are different and I find that interesting. So having cars that are maybe not easily modified, but have the potential to be modified into something different. Um, I think that's a really big deal, actually. And it goes beyond that. You can have electric motors in the hubs. Uh, 
So you could have the wheels pushed right out to the corners if you want to. And I think that given the battery tech and motor tech that is rapidly changing, we're going to see some really cool stuff. I also see it as a way for manufacturers to do some interesting things as well, as well as new manufacturers being able to pop up. I mean, uh, look at maybe Tesla. They're a good example of a new startup company that has become something huge, and that's awesome. More competition makes better vehicles, and that's only good for us, the consumer. Just in the past 10 years, we've gained so many startups like um, Rimac and Rivian and Bollinger, and they're all making really interesting vehicles that maybe couldn't have been possible with a internal combustion engine. And that's good for us because look at all these technologies and platforms that are out there now that we get to play with. Um, and the other side of that is the original car manufacturers are going to have to do things to differentiate themselves. And I think that we're going to start to see some really uh, interesting vehicles start to come out because you can't different, they can't differentiate themselves by what they sound like or what they feel like because I don't know I haven't got a whole lot of experience with electric vehicles but it seems to me like most of them are fairly similar in the way they drive they've all got instant response they've all got um pretty decent handling because all of the weight is in the bottom of the vehicle so where things are going to have to change is in the design. So I think we're going to see a lot more uh, interesting vehicles come out and not just the cookie cutter stuff that we've been seeing lately, like the SUVs or CUVs that are shaped roughly like citrus fruits uh, and uh, the bulbous cars and sedans. Granted, there are a few out there right now that are differentiating themselves through design. I can think of, like, Kia and Hyundai, for instance, who are just killing it in the design field right now. But I think we're going to start to see more of that from even the big three, uh, Chrysler, Ford, and GM, just because they have to in order to stay competitive. Um and I think that's really interesting. I think like some of the stuff that I'd really like to see is maybe like Chrysler come back out with Imperial because you know they they built a a platform and now they can put whatever they want on top of it. So they've already done the building side of things, and now they can just set the designers free to do what they want. And, I mean, obviously there's regulations and crash protection and stuff like that that is still going to be a thing. But I think that it opens up a lot of freedom for the designers to make some crazy-looking stuff. The other part of 
EVs that I think is really interesting is EV swaps. So that's not the most popular opinion, but I think EV swaps might be something really cool. Um, in a previous episode, I talked about the Citroen DS, and one of the big downsides of a DS is that it's a little underpowered. But imagine uh, a car that literally glides down the road uh, with an EV swap now. So you're no longer underpowered. In fact, you've got more power than you really need if you do the right swap. Um, but now, not only are you gliding down the road in absolute comfort, you're also doing it completely silently. I mean, how cool would that be? Uh, another thing that uh, I think about EV swaps is, like, you find a car that's super rare and um, it's not complete, or it's um, mechanicals are damaged beyond repair, but the body is still okay. You do an EV swap in that, and now you're driving something that is really cool, and you were able to build it by using new parts. Um, and I mean, that may not be the case for all your barn finds, but um, certainly some of them, it might make it more economic sense to put an EV um, drivetrain under it to keep it on the road. Um, so you've got something cool to look at, something cool to drive, and um, maybe more reliable, or maybe faster, or um, maybe a more responsible way to look at a classic car. I'm not saying that's for everyone or every vehicle. I mean, I don't think that I would take a running and driving 69 Dodge Charger and take the 440 out of it and put in a Tesla electric motor. I don't think that would suit that car very well. Um, however, if I found a Charger that didn't have a drivetrain and I was having a hard time sourcing one, maybe an EV swap would be the thing. There's plenty of room for batteries. There is lots of room for motors. You could make it all-wheel drive if you wanted to. And still have something cool to look at, fun to drive, would be faster than most muscle cars, to be honest, and be maybe a little more responsible and perhaps more widely accepted, especially in the future. Other cars that I think might be really good for EV swaps would be like older Rolls-Royce and Bentleys. Um, parts for them are extremely expensive, and to be honest, I think a car like that would be more suitable to an electric drivetrain just because of the smooth power delivery and um, glassiness of the of of the drivetrain just how quiet those cars are made to be and the po potential of 
the EV drivetrain to be almost silent. Other cars like 59 Cadillac uh, Eldorados and stuff, like, it's meant to be a giant luxury car, and the EV drivetrain just suits that so well. So, you think, like, you take the body from, uh, yeah, let's go with that example, and, um, a 1959 Cadillac Eldorado convertible. You lift that body up off the, up off its frame, and place it onto a skateboard platform from an EV. Uh, maybe it's a Lucid, maybe it's a Tesla, maybe it's something else, or maybe you build your own chassis for it, but keep that uh, EV drivetrain intact and put the old Cadillac body on top of it. And like I said before, it's probably not for everybody, and these are probably not the most popular opinions with the older folks, but it might be a way forward for car culture. That's what we need, is a way forward for car culture. Um, uh, where I live, um, by 2030, they're going to ban the sale of new internal combustion engine vehicles. I don't know how well that's going to go, but that's only nine years away. So I think that the new way forward is EV. I mean, we're being forced into it, basically. And maybe it's not such a bad thing. Anyways... That's my take on it. Um, I hope you enjoyed this episode. And thanks for listening. In the next episode, we're going to be talking about Dodge Trucks. I uh, hope to see you there. And as always, you can reach me at stillplacewithcarspodcast at gmail.com. Let me know what you think.